Alright, so we are kicking off another live Facebook edition, Self-Awareless. We're going to call it episode 19. I have a very special guest joining me in just a minute. As soon as I get set up, um, I don't have the money to pay anybody to set stuff up for me. So I actually have to do it all myself and typically have to do it while I'm recording. Um, So if you just bear with me one second, people, we're going to get up and running. Just got one more thing to do. Hopefully everybody's having a good Friday. I didn't want to give you too much of me in one week and one sitting and all that good stuff. But what I am doing is I'm bored. Uh, I'm not bored. I've had a long week at work, long day at work, and I am off. And I got a buddy that, um, I don't know, I feel like he can offer some survival tips for uh, this quarantine. And so I'm going to call him in just a second, and we are going to speak with Mr. Jesse Haspel. He's been on my show before, but he's never done it live like this. So we're gonna see exactly how uh, see how exactly how that works. So again, just bear with me. I think we are good to go. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody, Mick Motherwell back um, at mickmotherwell.com. Please check that out. I'm going to get my headphones on today to speak with Jesse, and we are going to call him right now and see what the hell is going on in his wonderland. Jesse is known to, I don't know, um, hate the locals a little bit. Very, I don't want to say hate. It's a strong word, but Jesse is, he's an irritable guy sometimes. I think that's, that's, that's a fair description of our uncle Jesse. So I'm going to give him a call now and see exactly what's going on with him. So you are listening live while I call Jesse to see what his thoughts today are. Happy hour at home with McMotherwell and joining me again, Jesse Haskell. If he answers Jesse, what's up, man? Yeah. How you doing? Good. Are we live? We are live. We're hot, dude. Oh, well, all right. So what do you want to talk about? I want to talk to you, man. I've, so I guess we can start with the obvious, right? There's this virus going on. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about you and, 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 you know, how it relates to the virus. You specifically are kind of a survivor man of sorts anyway. Um, what, from the concentration camp? <laughs> no, like... Like, this shit's not really bothering you too much. No, not in the least. Well. Not in the least. I think it, I mean, it is because, you know, like, like it's bothering plenty of people, right? Like, I can't do this, I can't do that. Right, you can't. But, like, when was the last time you went out anyway? Like, when was the last, have you been to the grocery store at all? No, I don't go. I don't go to the grocery store. The fluorescent lights cause me to stress. Um, I'm, no, I probably went to the bank. I, I went through the drive-thru at the bank. That's it. And that's what you've done since the shutdown? You've went to the drive-thru at the bank? Well, I was out in Vegas partying and stuff, but then I came back and my basic lifestyle is staying home. I stay home, you know? So what can you, I mean, so just to get people that are listening and watching a little more understanding... Let's just say March 25th was COVID, like right before Vegas, right? Right before you left for Vegas. When was the last time you went? We came back, but anyway. 
Well, when was the last time before Vegas that you went to anywhere? Like you went to uh, a grocery store or a Verizon? I don't go to the grocery store. What I do is my normal routine is uh, I get up, I get fucked up, I hang around the house, I play with stocks online, play backgammon, then it comes happy hour and I'll do the rounds. I go down to uh, this one bar, another bar across the street, this other bar, I have a bar, so... I do the rounds, I eat dinner, and uh, go to bed, you know. Nice and easy stuff. So I go to bars, but they're all closed. That's a, that sucks. But I'm not drinking now anyway, so it's not really a big deal. Tell me about that. Well, I quit drinking every year for 30 days just to stay on top of it. See if I can do it. Is it the same month every year? Nah, it depends. So you just kind of feel it out? Yeah, but I does just it- want to do... You know, I want to go 30 days, and it really cleans you out, you know. So when you go back to drinking, it requires very little. A couple beers, and you already have a buzz. So Right. That's what's kind of cool. When's the first time you did that, like you decided to do that? Like four years like, ago. Oh, okay. So pretty, pretty recently. Fairly, I think, to say recent. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't do it, I mean, I drink every day anyway, without... You know, you got to stop sometimes for just 30 days. Yeah, I think, well, they say rehab's 28 days. So 30, 30 is a good good round number. I can appreciate that. Yeah, so, well, the virus thing is not, um, you know, it's, if you're in New York, New Jersey, New Orleans, Detroit, yeah, it sucks. So what can you offer? Like, let's take the drinking out of it. Like, yeah, you go out to bars, but typically you don't do anything else. Like, what what can you offer to other people? Like, how do you survive? Just, I mean, obviously you said you play around with stocks, but that's kind of your job. You work from home, but to people that are trying to adjust to sitting in the fucking house all day, is there anything that gets you through? You just could Dope. <laughs> what? Weed. If you get high, you can entertain yourself staring at the carpet, you know, but there's, there's, you know, you get up to your computers and, uh, you know, my wife works from home now, which we talked about last time and she's upstairs. So I don't really, she doesn't get in my hair too much. Oh, that's, that's good. It's not fucking your routine up. So speaking of hair, we're just going to keep on this virus and some shit that's pissing me off about it a little bit. Uh, you, for anyone that hasn't met you or seen you, you've got pretty long hair. You've got some facial hair going on. Um, you're a pretty casual, casually dressed guy if you ever see you. So that's just another thing you're not worried about right now. Like I'm fucking, my hair's getting a little too long. There's a lot of guys and a lot of girls out there that are freaking out because they can't go get haircuts and shit like that. Do you have (laughs) Can you have any advice on any dudes right now that are like, shit, man, like how, like, is the long hair get you laid? Have you had it a long time? Is it something you... Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I grow my hair long just because I can. Right. I don't have to go interview for jobs or anything like that, but um, uh, there's someone in town here who keeps his hair really, really short, but now it's starting to grow out. He feels like a hippie. It's a quarter of So I'm thinking, why don't you just flip and shave it or, or get one of those electric razor things and just go, you know, I mean, how hard is that? Yeah, I mean, I think if you keep it short, you should be able to do that at home anyway. I mean, I don't think I'd ever pay anyone to shave my head. Maybe, maybe. No, it's a piece of cake. 
throw the wife a couple of bucks or something, you know. Um, but I think that's pretty. I, th I think it's becoming that people are starting to look at little things like that. Like they weren't for whatever reason, everyone was worried about toilet paper, but not like haircuts and shit like that. And now people are starting right. to see like, holy shit. Um, manis and petties and all these little beauty things that are they're taking away. People are starting to get real irritable and it's getting, well, it's going to open up. I mean, what's the date today? 20 something, right? Uh, like the 18th, 19th, 18th? Yeah, 18th. Whatever. It's going to be open in a week or two. Yeah, I think I think three weeks would be fair. I think like May seventh, May eighth, the first week in of May the would be fair. Where I live here should never have shut down. There's twenty two people that have been diagnosed out of fifty thousand. Are you kidding me? That's I mean that's There's how probably you, fifty people with syphilis. But yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna shut down sex I mean, come on. But so syphilis isn't uh airborne though. Syph you don't get syph <laughs> you don't get syphilis from like getting a haircut. If you no. if you did, I would. If you did, it would have probably saved you the first divorce. <laughs> the flu. You know, I mean, right. There's more people with the common cold or the flu than there is corona down here. Right. Should have never shut this county down. I, you know, that's what the governor should have taken it county by county. You know, like, well, there ain't nothing going on here. There's only, you know, that's battles. that's bold, man. Um, where you're from, where you live, that's a bold thing. They can't get a lot of stuff right. So I, I maybe not the county, but these cities can't get a lot of stuff right. I know that. So that's a bold statement for where uh, where I'm broadcasting out of. I well, think. Anyway, it's hey, but I, I, hey, it's a mess. It would have been a mess. I think any way you look at it. I'm sick of it. Um, I am 33. I've had so much. These millennials have said so much shit. I'm done. I'm I'm done making history. Could you give me like 10 years where just nothing happens? Let me get my shit together. Um, yeah. I've had Y2K. I've had 9-11. I've had a war since 2001. Uh, coronavirus. I mean, this is top of my head shit. Uh, like, you never hear about the war anymore. No. No. Oh, yeah. Absolutely no idea what's going on in Afghanistan. Zero clue. I don't, nothing. I don't know. It's just not on TV. Just, it's it's gone. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. what What's going on there, you think? Well, if you add up the shootings in Chicago, it is greater than the number of soldiers we lose in the war. In our current war, if you want to call it that. <laughs> Where do you go find your facts on Chicago? HeyJackass.com <laughs> What is What's it about? Yeah, that's what I want to know. It's the Chicago guy that keeps track. He has uh, like a you know the chalk outline of a dead body. He'll have that and then show where the bo what body parts have been shot. I mean, it's really detailed. Dude, that's some dark shit. Uh. It's done by race. You know the number of percentage of blacks, whites, Hispanics, that's all broken down. Um, so that's dark shit. You're a guy that has a computer and sits at home and, and does this stuff. I'm not saying you're a fucking weirdo, but what is the craziest, like, is there some other dark websites you could maybe recommend out there? Like some shit that's like, 
I mean, that shit's all about death, like, and shooting. So, do you have anything else like that? Chicago, yeah. Do you have anything else? I don't go into the... No, I I really don't. That's fine. I was just wondering. No, I don't. I mean, I go there. That works. So, you were telling me last time, and uh, a couple of my viewers have pointed out, uh, as I'm working on... Uh, that I kind of didn't let you talk as much as I maybe should have. Uh, you're writing a book. I want to hear about it. And so does everybody else. You are live and people should hear about it. So go ahead. Oh, the, the autobiography of Curtis Hopkins. is. Uh, it's, I, well, I basically said it last time. It's the story of a guy. It's actually written from the point of view of a guy in prison. And he writes about the events in his life that led up to him being incarcerated and then his eventual release. It's a feel-good story. Feel-good story. Well, yeah. sell it to me. I mean, what, what's... Can you, can you give me, like, a chapter, like a synopsis of something cool that happens? Um, well, there was a time when Curtis worked in a nursing home. <laughs> and he, like, the second or third day on the job, he um, <coughs> was supposed me. to tie this guy down in his bed to keep him from roaming around. This guy was older than the Bible. And so he ties him in and leaves the room. And then he comes back in very short, like a couple minutes later. And the guy had gotten loose. You know, Curtis didn't tie him in very well. So he got out and he started walking, but he had shit his underwear. So his underwear fell to the floor, (laughs) slipped in his shit fell and cracked his head open and died. Holy so shit. That's what Curtis walked into is this guy with a pool of blood behind his head. Um, and a pool of shit behind his ass. And, yeah, and his feet, it was a mess. And uh, so, yeah, he had difficulties um, at work. Is that what ended? Into a life of crime. Okay. So that's what not, that did not end in, that didn't get him in prison. Oh, no, no, no. It, he was an innocent, you know, he just didn't do his job well enough. It's not, you know, I guess the family could, if there was any family left, because the guy was so old. That's you know, insane. Could have sued him, but no, that's not what I wrote, so. Scheduled for Anyways, scheduled for release? Well, I'm shopping it around right now. My mom's my agent, but I'm going to get rid of her and get someone else. Yeah, I, I understand that. Moms get old. Yeah, I, I was thinking too, um, you know, just kind of what to talk about with you guys um, or with someone a little older than myself, like you are about, you know, age gaps and things like that. I was, t- we live in a small town and we, we've met, and we go to the bar and we, we're, we have a big age gap between us, but we seem to be all right. We seem to work out, to work things out and, and chat and be cordial, if you will. Well, I'm very um, immature. So <laughs> exactly. But like I was thinking about maybe trying to explain to people like a typical happy hour at a bar, like, um, no, but it's not typical. It's like some weird shit goes on. Like people uh, will fight over why someone bought a vowel uh, during Wheel of Fortune. And oh, that's painful. Yeah, that's that's kind of why when I do the rounds, I have two beers, two beers, two beers, and I come home and have two more. I mean, I can't hang. In Bars. First of all, you got those sand nets. Yeah, they're terrible. I shop you, and they're vicious at one particular place. Then you go across the street.
I have the same damn shows on, but you can at least change the channel. But put on, put on what? Business channel. Business channel. I like to watch the stocks roll by on the bottom of the screen. So a 30-something-year-old or a 20-something-year-old walks in the happy hour, and you're already there, and you've already claimed the TV and put Fox Business on. Right, and I'll have to and get the hell out of there. You, you get It's in and out, nobody gets hurt. It's just, it's insane. It's, I'm trying to explain to people. Like, if you don't get there, um, like, by now, by, like, by like 3.30, all the old motherfuckers are already there, and they're watching watching shit right. like Fox Business or Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith or, show, you know, yeah, you got the old uh, chips. You know, <laughs> chips. Awful, awful television shows they put on. What about the commercials? Then the commercials. <laughs> it's like... I was saying, like, some obscure fucking uh, celebrities like Frank Sinatra Jr. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, hey, like get this pacemaker. Of course. But C celebrities from back then. So it's like right. Jan, the actress for, that played Jan Brady. <laughs> like, yeah, the most obscure. Uh, yeah, Bobby Brady. <laughs> This show lasted two years. But it's and again the commercials are all for like some kind of medication or uh, some kind of insurance or a Medicare supplement or like it's like Abused oops like animals, colostomy bags, mesh, those hernia meshes. Oops, I crap yeah, my pants. Or the, how about the, the starving Jews? In uh, in Ukraine or wherever. <laughs> these are like you just said, survivor earlier. These are survivors from concentration camps that are starving, and they want you to send twenty five dollar gift every month. And I'm like, how many are there? Four. I mean, <laughs> how many have survived? How many of these old people from World War Two are still alive? So that's who we're feeding. Yeah. So that's crazy. They survived the Holocaust, mm-hmm. but they can't survive Ukrainian government like programs for seniors. The war ended seventy-five years ago. What's when people are probably? I mean, there can't be that many of them left. Do you think someone's starving in the Ukraine right now at ninety-five years old? Yeah, sure. Is saying <laughs> is saying shit. They're raising millions of dollars in the United States to feed this poor woman. It's the same woman every commercial. <laughs> Do you think she wishes Hitler had won? <laughs> she, no. Like, how long has she been on? Well, she's dying on the, the government funding of the winning side. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Well, she's do, not in Jerusalem. She's not in Israel. She's no, in it, Ukraine. Sure. I mean, but... I, I mean, don't know why she ended up there. <laughs> I don't either. I've never been. They don't let her talk. You know, she's just in the images, and they have this. Uh, she could be dead. Attractive female Jewish girl talking, asking you for the money to help this poor starving woman. So. Oh, someone wants to know uh, what age is the old people happy hour? Uh, so it starts usually about three thirty, four o'clock. And yeah, that's right. by the time I get off work and get there, these guys already got the Medicare commercials on and uh, are usually 
finishing up and heading to a different bar because they can't they can't take it. Uh, really old guys start at like one. Yeah, yeah. I'll go down at three, three thirty, and they're already half in the bag, and then they take off by four. So that's the first shift. I think no, I I don't even know if that's first shift. I think that's early bird, because I believe we are first shift. Yeah. I like to, I like to. What's a claim of mine as a someone who's not like partying late night anymore? And I know that these people, if they are listening and watching, have seen me do this to myself three times this week. But I am I'm done by six o'clock. Like I'm finished. I'm not really trying to party too much anymore. Uh, Any, uh, it's very rare now, and so. First shift is what I like to claim. I, I enjoy first shift. The society that and the, the people that I keep around on first shift is my favorite. Yeah, first shift is good for drinking. So let me ask. Later shifts, that's when you get some of the yahoos. Right. You know, that will kind of start pissing me off. And it's like, oh, man, you know, so I get out of here. What do you expect it's going to be like? Um Again, let's say that, like, hypothetically, May 10th, everything's open. So, like, the week after that. Like, it's you're going to get a lot of yahoos at 3 o'clock. Um, probably. If it, if 40, 50, 60. Work, yeah, you're going to get them. For, a lot of people, a lot of the younger... They're itching. They're itching, but, you know, they might be at work, and they get off later. I don't know. I think, work or not, I just feel like... It's going to be pretty crazy out there. I think you're going to see rookies. I think you're going to see, uh, you know, I just think it's going to be ruckus. It's going to be bedlam at some places on Friday and Saturday nights, too. Like, everyone's going to want, here's a babysitter and all that shit. Like, it's going to be crazy. And I think it'll start at your early happy hour shifts, like, just randomly. You're going to get, you're going to get those group of people from work and shit. Like, those women that, like, that haven't hung out for like together for three months, two months, and they're all going to go to work and they're all going to go at four o'clock and they're going to interrupt your happy hour. Yeah. There'll be a huge baby boom nine months when we open up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, like there'll be a baby boom, like after the world war two thing, because there's going to be a lot of banging going on in town. I think, there's so much banging right now between couples. It's, I mean, it's great, whatever. But you you hit the nail on the head that people aren't thinking about. There's going to be so much banging when this shit opens up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so much porking. Yeah, the single guys, single girls are going to be storming the bars. Yeah. Lonely, you know? bored, pissed off at everything. Just <laughs> pent up like... Bedlam, and it's going to start with like again these the people are going to find excuses just to go out at happy hour. Like, come on, Becky, we haven't hung out in ten months. Let's go out at happy hour, and then all of a sudden it'll be seven or eight o'clock, and in comes a jewelry salesman or something that hasn't been out for a while. Yep. And sure enough, man, it's going to be fish in a barrel. For, for women and men, and, and gay and straight, it's just going to be going out there, and, and people are going to want to fuck. So. And if you're dealing, if you're dealing dope, you're going to make a fortune. You're, you're going to, it's going to open up. That's where, you know, the stimulus money that people are getting, a lot of that's going to go for dope. 
I think <laughs> absolutely. It, I think right now is the and I talked to my my buddy Joel about this extensively because he's I don't know he's pretty sharp, but I, I agree with like what we kind of came up came to. This is the perfect time to legalize marijuana in all fifty states across the board, bipartisan. Why would see? I, don't, I never understood this. The legalization of marijuana takes away people's way of making money. Since time immemorial, guys have made money selling weed. And if it becomes legal, they're going to get elbowed out by the larger farms and people that, like, companies are going to start selling dope through these businesses. Why would you go down to Joe's house on the corner when you can just go to the store? Well, that's what sucks about it. I mean, that's the, that's the so shitty part. That's why I don't think it should be legalized, because you're taking away... It's almost like bootlegging. But the FDA... The FDA took money away from farmers, Jesse. What do you mean? Well, without the Food and Drug Administration, you know, and, and people taking taxes and sh- I mean, the, no, the farmers aren't making a hundred percent. I mean, it, it's there's, if they regulate it, it's gonna it, listen. It's for the government. The, re- the government regulates it; they make money yeah, off of it. Yeah, that's why I'm not a fan of, of legalization. I don't know. I think it's it's definitely the time. It pays the stimulus back. You, you, you're not thinking. I listen. I. I don't partake. I was just thinking it could be something, something good. I want your, I want your two cents. I'm giving it to you. I know. You, you just, we just disagree. Well, you're wrong. I said we disagree. I made my way through college selling weed. I mean, I wouldn't have had that opportunity if it had been legal. What would I have done? I'd have to sell coke or something else that's harder, harder drugs. <laughs> and that's what will be next. Is you legalize marijuana everywhere. So these guys are going to be like, well, I can't make money selling weed anymore. I'm going to, you know, I'll start selling blow and then heroin or you know, break in, be a drugstore cowboy, break into pharmacies and steal dope and sell that. It'll just get harder. I don't know. I, I really don't know about that. I. Well, I do. I'm telling you, that's what it doesn't seem to be penetrating. Well, I'm not supposed to agree with everything you say. I'm, I'm just, I'm here to let you talk well, about be it. Be honest about it. You know, I'm right. Um, I think the days of uh, marijuana being a peace love drug and and all that's gone. I definitely think there is a there's a drug trade out there and people die and and shit when they get involved in it. So I'm not I, I I'm not unaware and I'm not denying the the fact that it is now it's a business and it's a market and it's it's not as peace and love and crazy all that as it used to be but i'm not gonna i don't think it's uh if you legalize marijuana then coke's next that was all that peace and love stuff was a myth that was a business from the get-go well sure but i mean were people really fucking dying back in the 60s it's nothing to do with it i'm just saying making money if you are unemployable or don't want to work, you have the opportunity, you can sell weed. And that was a good karma thing. It's not as bad as blow or heroin. So that was, you know, a great opportunity. People made money and they paid their rent and bought food and it was good. They were, they survived. But now you take that away, I think the crime rate will go up. They're going to have to steal or, like I said, break into pharmacies. Uh, how many? So, what's your estimation on how many pot dealers are out there? What? How many pot dealers do you think are out there? I think. Tons of pot dealers. 
I think most in people. States like Georgia, it's illegal here, right? Right, but I think so there's there's tons of them in Georgia selling weed. I'm willing to bet though that most of the, the like dealers and like the small time dealers are getting it like from states where it's legal. It's not something that they're stealing and like building and growing and going nuts over. Like it, I'm willing to bet they just head up to Michigan and get it from their buddy and it, they're worried about trafficking only. You know. Yeah. There might be a few like that, but most of them still get it the old-fashioned way. I used to get a pound, like my weed came, it was compressed into the size of a phone book. Like five it's pounds. a brick. Pounds, because it, that's how they smuggled it right across. Yeah. And so you'd have to, like, you know, I'm selling pounds in, like, regular baggies. And they're <laughs> like, what? You know, the guys that I sold it to, they're like, what? And I'm like, weigh it. You know, I just, just weigh it. Jesus Christ, son. There. You ever sell any anything other than weed? Yeah, I, I dabbled in, uh, I sold blow. Cocaine, huh? And uh, acid, I sold a lot of sheets of acid. Jesus. Acid's insanity. I used to get that in the mail. I used to, <laughs> these guys, I, I knew a guy, I had a connection in California who was shipping me um, uh, hits, uh, sheets of acid. I had like 4,000 hits mailed to me. Christ's sake. And my roommate at the time, I, used, I had a P.O. box, and so my roommate at the time, I used to pay him crazy money to run errands for me, you know, stuff like that. I go, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks to go to my P.O. box. Because I knew it was there. So he went down, and he got it. Well, he got the note from in the P.O. box. It's like, oh, package. All right, so he went to the front counter and hands it to the woman, and she yells, package for Haskell, and then he started getting nervous. He <laughs> so he got the package, and he's looking over his shoulder, and he drove all the way home looking through the rearview mirror. He was scared shitless. He came into the house, threw it down on top of me, and he goes, what's in there anyway? And I'm like, eh, tend to life. Jesus, that's what my next question was going to be. How much fucking time could you do for that? Ten to life? I knew these guys that... Um, my connection in California shipped to these other guys that I knew, and the the the, uh, the driver, the, the FedEx driver, came to the door with it. They signed for it, but he wasn't. He was a cop undercover, and they busted him. Those guys got ten years. Well, one guy the, whose apartment it was got ten years. The other guys got like six or. I mean, they went to federal prison. Jesus. Yeah, it's a big gamble. Uh, have you ever been to jail? Oh, yeah, I've been to a lot of jails. <laughs> I have. I've been in a lot of jails. <coughs> yeah, but understand my my, pers my perspective there. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been arrested a ton of times. Well, fucking tell the people about a cool cool one. Like, what was the coolest? I, I don't know. I like, store in Illinois, Southern Illinois. I went to a second-hand store. I bought a Chicago police jacket. Ah, oh, that's like dope. 300 miles away, you know. And it was leather, black leather had like 10 pockets, badges, everything. And Damn. I was wearing it at a house party, and the police came and to tell them to turn the music down, and they saw me wearing the jacket, and they arrested me for impersonating a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> and they were really rough with me. Oh, you bitch. That's funny as fuck. And anyway, they threw me in jail, but I had like a Crown Royal bag in one of my pockets and it was just 
had like a thousand dollars in twenty dollar bills and stuff. So they took that away from me because they they knew I was a drug dealer. So they took my money and they threw me in jail. And I sued them for false imprisonment. Like they didn't allow me to bail myself out. They took they confiscated my money. Right. And uh, I sued them and I got twenty five hundred bucks for eight hours for jail. That was just jail. That's not bad. Yeah, I got paid. I mean, that's a I got paid. Shitty got experience. Do you still have the jacket? That's a dope yeah, sound. Yeah. It's I got the. Still have that jacket. It's got like the Chicago flag on the side and shit. Like it's mm-hmm. what year? Like when? When did? You, when was this? What year is this? What year did? Ninety. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know, when you say ninety, you're like, what? What's that? What's next? All right, that makes sense. It's kind of. What's crazy? You know, it's fucking thirty years ago. Isn't that fucking crazy? The 70s were 50 years ago. I know. So anyway, drug dealing is, um, it's a dangerous profession. Just mainly, you know, you gotta deal, you're dealing with bad seeds. You know, and then you have the cops. So there's two things. (laughs) What were you worried about the most? The bad seeds or the cops? The bad seeds or the cops? Who, who would you worry about the most? Cops mostly. I just, yeah, it's really avoiding getting busted. Yeah, that makes sense. I, uh, it, it, it's, like you said, it's a dangerous fucking game. Don't fuck around with that shit. But it's like poker, you know, you just play the odds. If you, if you never have it in your house, like if you keep it in safe houses, other people's places, I used to pay someone like here. I'll give you a hundred bucks a week. Just let me keep it here. I never at my house. I only travel during rush hour morning with it in the car. So it's just too busy, and the cops aren't looking for anything. And it's daytime, so you don't have to have the missing light pull over. That's crazy. So sometimes I go to a hotel room. I book get a hotel and just call my. I'd have like four or five guys that drop off like you know five pounds here, two pounds. This is crazy. Like, this sounds like a movie. Like, for anyone that's listening and anyone that wants to take this to the cops, Jesse's not teaching anyone how to fucking deal dope. This was a long time ago. Um, but it's like, I can, I, I'm imagining Jesse, like, yellow and, like, orange cars. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shitty hotel rooms, like, one-story hotels where all the doors are facing the parking lot. Uh, no, it wasn't like that. That's, those are, no, I go well, the way you're talking, though, like, that's how I'm thinking. And it's uh, it's kind of funny to think about, like, I, I don't know how it works. I'm not in that game at all, but it's just crazy how I know it's changed, you know, from from 10 years ago to 10 years ago before that to the 80s, the 70s and all that. It's nuts. Uh, and I just do think that it's <laughs> my kid's going to laugh their ass off when I talk to them about. And uh, I have a comedian, uh, my favorite comedian talks about this in one of his specials now that I'm saying it, but how crazy and how tough it was to buy pot. Um, I think that my child's going to think it's the most insane stories. Well, you know, back when I was a kid smoking weed, I used to dream of the day when you could go to a store. I'm like, why can't I just go to a store and buy this like I do beer? Right. And that was back in the 70s. 
come true. It actually has happened. It's insane. Um, I know. We had a friend that was saying to us, he lives in Oklahoma, and he mentioned, he said, and I may have talked about this before you last time, he was just like, oh, man, so we're going to get high on Friday night, my wife and I. And we were just like, oh, cool. Like, what did you guys get a hold of? You know, just, I mean, you know, that's just kind of conversation. Well, he's like, oh, I don't know. It depends on how we feel. And then it clicked. He's going to go to the store on Friday after dinner, <laughs> and he's going to pick any mood that he wants, any milligram that he wants, any strand that he wants, and take that shit home and, and just have a great time. He's gonna be it's gonna depend on his mood. Uh and that to me is fucking insanity. It, it is. So it's I mean, awesome. Like I said, I'm not in favor of legalization, but then again I can understand why other people would be all excited about it. I just think about the poor slobs. I'm always looking out for other people, the little guy. Right. The poor slobs that have no way to make a living who sell weed. You're a big Bernie uh, Sanders supporter, um, and so I understand. And yeah, that yeah, gives everybody a Bernie. gives everybody a kind of a perspective of where you're coming from, taking care of the little people. I understand that. So yeah, yeah. So, so everybody else is clear on what's going on. Jesse, this is fun, man. I enjoy it. I can't actually wait to uh, watch Happy Hour or watch Matlock or something with you at a real Happy Hour. <laughs> Matlock. <laughs> That's another good one. Gun will travel. I mean, Jesus Christ! It's so funny because it's alive from the splitters. Then when there's a happy hour, I only have five days left of being sober. Well, not drinking. I can do live from the splinters. I can take all this mobile. Uh, it just takes about a ten minute setup for me to do anything mobile. Um, I've got some stuff coming. Well, I ordered some stuff from like Japan or China uh, to work with my cell phone. But I'm not getting any deliveries from China. I should have had it like two weeks ago, but like nothing's coming in. It says it maybe at the post office, but like, so I don't know if that's like an, I just haven't asked any questions. I'm like, I get it. Maybe they got to hold that shit for a little while somewhere. So, well, it could the air inside the plastic. Right. Like they may not like deliver it. Like, I'm not exactly sure how that works. Do you, I mean, have you heard anything about that? Honestly? No. Like, I don't think I've ever ordered anything from China. I, it, so I've got to do, especially doing this podcast thing and all this equipment, I've got to cut corners where I can and where where I can't, it's expensive. So where I can, I, I try to. And it's just little things like that kind of help my cell phone become a microphone and a whatever. And I figured I'd get it from China for like half the price. Uh, but I'm probably going to have to pay full price because sh- it should have been here two weeks ago. So uh, I'm going to have to figure yeah, out. I ordered it like four weeks ago, five weeks ago, <clears throat> before COVID broke out. I wasn't trying to help him out. Um, Jesse, did you get a stimulus check? No. <laughs> Are you expecting one? No. All right. No, I'm rich. Well, I was just wondering. Eh, no, they're not I don't want to tell anyone if I got ours. Have you got yours? I got mine on Monday morning. Like, I woke up and my stimulus check was there. It, my wife, my myself, and then the, I guess they give you a credit for your child. It was all there on Monday morning. So what we took it. it nothing. Nothing yet. We just, I bought 200 something dollars worth of groceries uh, this week. I mean, you, you do that kind of shit anyway. So, I mean, I've been working. I've been doing okay. 
I don't want to say okay, but I've been wor- I've been able to keep working. I work from home. I work at the office a couple of days a week, so it's been all right. My office is, uh, you know, our teams work together to keep us running, so it's been great. So I'm not as super affected as most people are. I am obviously socially, and then of course spending more money on groceries and not eating out and shit. But so I don't know what we're spending on, like a rug or something. <laughs> what about that Jeep? So it's I've I've got in a fight with uh, State Farm who say it is prior damage, and then they said that they sent out a rep and they didn't. Uh, luckily, I have a local business that's been very good with me uh, about it and told me that they'll wait on State Farm, and then State Farm was like, "Oh, COVID's out," and so I, they're refusing to pay. I'm said, "Well, I'll just scrap it," and they don't want me to do that because they gave me like four hundred dollars for repairs, but it doesn't like. So I got in a fight, and then, uh, like I said, the local business was like, "Yeah, man, just fuck that, fuck these guys. Let's let's see what what they do." So I don't know. I told my wife after COVID, we're just gonna get it scrapped if they don't do anything. But uh, luckily, like someone has let me kind of store it there, and, and they're they're okay with that. So that's nice. Right. Uh, but shit happens. But I'll tell you, man. I what kills me. And I've got friends that actually do it for a living, and I'm sorry. I've got to be unbiased here. Do you know your local agents, until you, like, you're going, like, super local, like a farm bureau or something, like, spending good fucking money on it, these big fucking places that have local branches, the local folk can't do shit. Like, it was just out of out of my agent's hands as soon as it happened. Right, because of the, yeah, they're, they're all, all they do is um, Sell. communicate what the rules are from yeah. the big office. That's it. Sell. They can't do anything for you. They call me to sell shit. They call me to fucking try to add me on and blah, blah, blah. But I got in a fucking collision with some debris on the road and they couldn't help me for shit. And then I take it to this place and then they, like weeks later, they're like, oh, that's not the right place to take it. That's bullshit. Um, So I got in a little fucking tussle with them about it and we got stubborn. I says, well, they they want their business because it's been there and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But. I fucking, I can't stand it. So it's not about fixing it as much as it's about making State Farm just do the right thing. They're telling me there's prior... It's the principle of the thing. It isn't necessarily that you really need it back. No, no. I mean, I have I bought a car. And so, but what if I did? That's my issue with her. And that's my issue with, with the... I was like, what if I needed this? Like, what if... Like, you guys are telling me... They said it's prior damage. It's never been in a wreck before. Um, it's, and they're, they're saying it's prior... They've never sent a rep out to look at it. See, that's a symptom of a greater disease. Right. These, these local insurance people are like the local school boards. They're, ap- they're obsolete. They've become pointless. Because they can't make any decisions. They can't do anything other than what the state tells them to but do. These... The state can only do what the feds tell them to do. So it's just across the board, everything is like that. And Jesse, these agents are making fucking coin, and the people that are working for them are making a decent living. And I'm not fucking sure what they do. They're never here. I'm just not sure. They get an hour off. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. Where is she? They they shut down for lunch. Like a doctor's office or something. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, we're just closed from 12. Well, I'm off from 12 to 1 every day. Because I get lunch. Right? Why are you closed? Why are you not doing on shifts? Like if I need something. They have the doctor's. Barely prescribe anything without following the rules from the feds. Right, yeah, big time. I've, you know, 
look you over. And, but it's a lot of cookie cutter. They just give you the same drug. It's like, oh, you've got uh, the flu or you've got a cold here. Take this stuff. <laughs> and it doesn't work. The first, the first batch they give you never works. So then you go back in a couple weeks later. Now you've got like bronchitis or pneumonia or something like that. Then they give you the good stuff that'll clear you out. <laughs> Some of these things, they take a little while. And people, they give up on them after like three days. And that's bullshit too. So, I don't know. I've learned. I've been in the medical field. He, can only, he can't prescribe you the good stuff from the get-go. Well, because your insurance won't let him either. Yeah, that's what well, everything rolls downhill. But it's just we're, yeah. The, well, the it's, money you have, the deeper in shit you are. There's, <clears throat> so, there's a safety concern on one hand. And then there's obviously an insurance concern on the other. Like, we have to do some, like, diagnostic shit before we can, like, actually fix the problem. And that costs money, and that's bullshit, and that's another way to fuck a patient, like, with money. And, that I, you know, I think sometimes it's bullshit, especially if you get these specialists that know exactly what they're doing. They, like, they can see, like, it's like these mechanics that go, oh, that's your fuel pump. Like, that doctor, he knows what's wrong. And he knows that if he goes and, like, let's say burns an herb, that's it. But sure enough, we have to bill that patient two or three different procedures, plus follow-ups from those procedures, before we can actually go and do the actual one that we know is going to fix it. And that's all insurance companies, man. And they're fucking, it's bullshit. Yeah, your primary care physician is the middleman. Because if you know what's wrong with you. You can't go to a specialist. You have to go to him yeah. and have him refer you to the specialist. Yes. And if that specialist a lot of times wants to do anything, depending on your insurance, your primary care doctor has to call or your staff there has to get in touch with your insurance to say, hey, we want to approve it so we can send it to this. It's, so, it's such a fucking winding road. And it's all about not paying, like, no one paying for it except the performer. It's all like all these steps are there so that they can be like, hey, you fucked up. Uh, you, you messed up that line and that in that contract or in that survey. And we're not paying for this. Thank you for free service. And I mean, that's my belief. Like I said, who the fuck can tell me I have prior damage to my car and you've never even came out to look at it? pre-existing condition <laughs> to a car with 102,000 miles on it uh, and it's never had a, a, a zero zero incidence on Carfax I, I literally it's in quotation like I wrote it down documented uh, it's unbelievable you go to get an oil change at this local place here yeah you go in there and they scan the inside of your car the inside of your door there's like a barcode yeah 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 and they know the whole history of your car like it's a patient. So the the Jeep got in the rack or whatever. I got a new car. My car has Wi-Fi. Like its own Wi-Fi. You could take a laptop into my car and hook up to its internet. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. So that's a simple, like cheapish, I don't want to say bottom of the line, but mid-range car. Some of these fuckers like uh, my friend's car, she, she got like, she hit a trash can or something and it's a Fiat or Fiat, whatever you want to call it. 
she hit like a trash can and fiat she didn't even realize it you know whatever two days later she had a fucking can of paint or a thing of paint to fix her fiat like to fix the fucking little scratch or ding or whatever the fuck happened like they knew it sent it to fucking fiatinternational.com or whatever who automatically sent her paint or whatever it was to fix yeah, that right. isn't that crazy Nah, it's too much. It's insanity. And here's how they get you. They get you by going, hey, buy this radio service. Buy this XM because it's way better than any radio you can find out there. And people get hooked. And then all of a sudden, I mean, my car watches me. If I pick my nose, it knows. You know, if I fart, my car, my somebody knows. <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah, no, we're being spied on. Big time, man. Big time. I uh, I was asking last night if anybody wanted to share any quarantine porn with me. Like, wanted to talk about it. Because, I, you know, you know, you're getting spied on. You might as well get a little fucking crazy sometimes. Have you ever... I've done... They're opening, up the, they're opening the Jacksonville beaches at 5 o'clock. Yeah, it's for... So, it's from... I mean, if anyone's listening, I don't know if we have any listeners anymore, but... Uh, <laughs> From like one or from like 6 a.m. to like 11 a.m. And then from like 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. And it's for recreational activities only, like jogging or walking your dog. <laughs> yeah. So like, just keep them closed, right? Like, just open them up. Or open them up, one or the other. I mean, but fuck's sake. Like, you can run on the beach, but you can't do anything else. Well, who the fuck wants to go? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just keep them closed or open them all. Figure it out. Not for me. If you don't social distance, you're taking a chance. So what? Let them take the risk if they want to. I truly, truly believe that that's going to be the attitude in a couple of weeks, and that's just going to how it's going to be. And I'm all about buying my time and trying to be safe and saving others and, and helping others. And this, hey, listen, uh, whether you, whatever you want to say about the locals or not, whose towns really came together and helped a lot of people out, which is great. Uh, this is what I've been sharing on the podcast lately. Um, but I truly believe that. Do well, you have like a master plan? Of course I do. But is there going to be a picture of you like handing out? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. I just, it's been nice. To, it's been nice to see it. However, I think in three weeks that will be the actual general attitude of most most people, um, and I don't want to take anything away from people. To be like, all right, long enough, get out there, and if you die, you die. I, I had it. Give it to me already. Give me the flipping virus. I think it's gonna it's gonna keep evolving into that. I think at like a virus. <laughs> yeah. Um. Man, I'm going to go. I'm going to go have a cigarette. I might come back and entertain these people later. I don't know. It was a little early day for me, but I really appreciate you joining me. I'm going to release this right. for you to listen to. Uh, I hope I hope to do it again with you live, man. I think it'll be, I think we'll have a lot of fun just ripping on ripping on each other and shit, drinking together. So stay strong for the next five days, man. All right. See ya. All right, buddy. See you later. So what I'm going to do now is talk to the good people at Facebook or on Facebook about um, what's happening on their Friday. I decided to come back on on a Friday. I don't know why. Oh, I do. It's been a long week, and I decided I wanted to drink again, uh, and I'm sorry about that, guys, uh, or I'm not. 
I'm not going to say sorry, not sorry. Am I? Am I? Am I saying that? Jesus Christ, who the hell am I? I don't actually don't even know who sings that. Is it? I know it's not Gaga. I know that much. Um, I know that much. Grande, Ariana Grande. That's who it is. Sorry, not sorry. So, there you go. Welcome to the show, or welcome back to the show. The first part of this was with Jesse Haskell. Uh, kind of teaching y'all how to survive a pandemic. And uh, using his imagination, if you will, I think a bit. He was a very, very interesting character. So if uh, you're tuning in to part two, check out part one. That shit was hilarious. Speaking of hilarious, does anybody remember 2004 when, when, sh when shit was okay? Do you know what I mean? Like when shit was all right. Does anybody remember when everybody was fucking walking around yelling, I'm rich, bitch, or it's Rick James, you know, all that shit. Remember that? Like everybody, white, black, green, yellow. By the way, I've said it uh, before. I said it again. Who the fuck came up with that? Who the fuck came up with? I don't care if you're black, white, purple. Who the fuck's purple? No one. So shut the fuck up and just don't say it. Just don't say it. Um, that's my opinion on that. Uh, but everyone was yelling uh, Dave Chappelle quotes back in like 2004. Everyone, like eight years old to 80 years old, people were just yelling shit like, Sap! And darkness and shit like that. It was so... That's the closest I've been to world peace, I think. Uh, Dave Chappelle. So, again, he's the king, uh, in my opinion. He's definitely uh, on the mount, on my Mount Rushmore and of comedy. So he is. He came up with something real cool there. And I don't know. Closest I've lived in the world peace was 2004 when everybody was quoting Dave Chappelle. Does anybody else have a time where they just thought the world was kind of okay for a little bit when they were doing shit like that? Uh, because that was some... I don't know. It was just good stuff. It was good, good stuff. So like I said, back in 2004, when everybody was quoting Dave Chappelle, anywhere you looked, anywhere you turned, again, that was the closest to uh, that I've seen to... <laughs> absolutely not. That is the closest I have seen and been to world peace, and you've got to respect that. Uh, but what we're talking about this week mainly is the respect that I've seen and the, the, the things that have been happening around our community and our local community. We've got to touch base on that. Uh, that's what this podcast has been about weekly. Um, Camden County and Camden Curbside uh, on Facebook. Camden Curbside. You got to excuse me. The sun is beaming down in my eyes here. So I'll show you a little bit. Um, it, Derek Bunkley from Second Skin Tattoo in Kingsland, Georgia has put together this amazing group of people. I, I just got everyone together. A hundred more meals went out today, I think, from Highway 55. Uh, some really, really good stuff going on there. So everybody needs to check that out. Camden Curbside. If you're able to help out at all, they are taking any kind of donations, uh, whether it be cash, uh, whether it be... Uh, tangible stuff, whether it be just stuff like shampoo uh, that you might have laying around the house, that Axe body spray that your mom got you at Christmas that you're never going to wear. I really hope you never wear. Go ahead and give that to somebody that just may need something right now that can go out and buy these little things that, that obviously add up. 
Um, so make sure that you're going out and taking care of people. Uh, if if you're able to. Now, on the other side of that, if you are listening, and, and like I said, we, we get quite a few listeners. If you are listening, go out and 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 you need help, go out and, and don't be afraid to PM myself, uh, anybody at Camden Curbside that's that's out there helping. No one's no one's talking any kind of trash. Everybody's trying to chip in and help each other out. I'm very proud of uh, where I live right now, and especially in the last week or two, uh, watching this this uh, terrible, terrible situation take over a lot of lives. But it's great to see uh, things that are, are going our way and I want to say going up, but I guess that the trend is let's flatten the curve. So let's say it's it's getting uh, leveled out, I think is what we need to say. So very happy to see that. Um, uh, I was talking last night about some of even the corporate places that are ch- chipping in and doing well. You know, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome to see. Uh, so again, back to small businesses in Camden. I think there's a couple out there that just need your help. Uh, just check out Camden Curbside. I don't even know what to talk about. I've got no one chatting with me tonight, which is... Just crazy. Uh, I got Cheryl on. Cheryl, you were talking about cutting my hair. Um, so I was talking. It's, it's been an update every uh, every episode uh, lately, especially if I've done the live or been on camera. My pathetic white trash beard that I've got going on. Uh, I'm working a lot from home. Uh, I'm going to have to cut it for work uh, eventually. Uh, and it's, well, pretty soon because it's just getting a little too out of hand. Uh, and I think I've got to that point where it's like over trying and it's not it's not cool anymore. Probably keep the mustache, which is fine, but I'm going to have to get rid of it. Which means, you know, I think it'd be nice to go ahead and get rid of, obviously, a little bit of this. It's just, a, it's getting a little too much. So, I th- isn't it crazy that we live in a time where we are looking for like underground hairdressers? Uh, that is a fun, fun thing. Like I can't wait to talk about this. I, I think there's some positives in this. Like 20 years from now, that's going to be a fucking hilarious story. Uh, yeah, baby. Um, so me and your mom were sneaking out in the middle of the night to go get our haircut. Uh, and you know, we, we were painting toilet paper. Uh, that would be just so, so funny. So any anyone that wants to do some underground haircutting, let me know. I can get it out there on the uh, dark web. Uh, just let me know. Um, what else are we talking about? So underground haircutting, that's one. What else is happening underground? So how about how crazy is it that like nationwide people are letting people uh, or government and cities and counties and, and, and places are letting people go and get like gallon bags of beer and to go margaritas and things like that. How awesome is that? Uh, Got Again, people are coming together in so many crazy ways. That is definitely one of them that I've, uh, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying. Um, we've been able to get a couple of margaritas to go at our favorite Mexican restaurant. And hey, it's not that we can live, we can't live without them. But it's a nice thing that when all this shit shut down, to go and and get a, uh, a couple of, you know treats treats if you will especially in the alcohol uh variety because uh, we again I, it's getting me through it um especially these happy hours that we start uh and then and, and things like that i i thrive on on a being out there and having fun with other people and seeing people around and uh and so i think when i'm stuck at home these kind of happy hours they 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 help me out big time anyway uh i'm missing things like the braves i'm missing things like Possibly college football. Uh, we may miss it. Uh, there's a huge, 
all of Europe and European soccer is shut down. That's massive. Uh, Wimbledon, gone. Like, no Wimbledon this year. It's the first time since World War II. Uh, so we are living in a fucking crazy time, people. So absolutely, absolutely, let's um, understand that this is historic. And when this is all said and done and all over and that curve is flattened, uh, live your life and go do shit. Book Wimbledon tickets for next year. It's not that expensive when you think about it. That 1200 bucks could probably do it. So that's another one. What is everybody spending their stimulus checks on? I'd love to know. I'd love to know. Nobody's participating this evening, and that's okay. Not a problem. It's Friday. We figured we'd give it a shot, and we would see what is going on. Well, I'm going to start with number one. Everybody get into it with me. Uh, I had an interview with Jesse that was published earlier. I hope everybody can check that out. Um, here we go. Starting happy hour out. Welcome to happy hour with Mick Motherwell. We're happy hour at home, unfortunately, everybody. Anybody been grocery shopping lately? Who's got toilet paper? We have, I've got a confession to make, we have not uh, had to buy toilet paper since before the shutdown. Uh, we kind of, we weren't obviously anticipating anything. We just, it's just something we always have in the house. Uh, so we've been very limited on going out. Uh, but I think we're down to like three double rolls. So it's, it's time. So who's got the toilet paper? Where can I get it? Is anyone price gouging? Is anyone raising the stakes? Uh, and again, is anyone selling that shit from home? Well, let's talk about it. Uh, this thing has brought out the worst in people. I think it's also brought out the best in people. So it's really nice to see. I got to close some stuff here. See what's going on. Outlaw Barber. A down payment on a new Harley. I think we talked about this, uh, that last night. I am not a bike guy. Uh, I, I call me a pussy. I think that a bike uh, is—it's not if it's when I would wreck it and crack my skull. And that's no disrespect to anyone that uh, that rides a bike or rides a Harley. I just—I'm scared shitless. So, uh, do you have a Harley now, Cheryl? Is it something that you already own? Is it something that you? Uh, kind of passionate about or is it something that you just always wanted and are trying to get i'd love to have i'd love to know how to do it it's like a boat to be honest like i'd love to have a boat but i just don't know if i would uh i'd probably have to like hang out with someone that had a boat for a year before i was confident enough to buy one put it that way i keep looking for people to answer me like i'm like i'm an idiot yes two harleys what kind of Harleys do you got? I had a buddy that had, oh, excuse me, a fat boy. And he always made it a point to be like, it's the real 100-year anniversary, the real one, real fat boy. And he was like 6'5". He is like 6'5", like a big guy. So I, I don't know much about it. I just know that I don't think I could have driven that bike. I don't think in 100 years, like, I would have been able to be any kind of comfortable uh, on that thing. And that's not me being scared. Like, I've, I've driven a motorcycle, like, or whatever you want to call it. But I, th that fat boy thing was massive. Massive. 
Um, and that was just, to me, just scary. Put it that way. <clears throat> What's up, everybody's? Again, look, we're just, I'm just trying to put out content, as much as content as I can put out right now. Um, I figured we'd try Friday out. Uh, I know that I've been on, in your face a lot this week, three times, I think now. And that's just silly. Um, but I'm just trying to do it. You don't have to listen. You don't have to watch. But if you do want to participate, it is great. You can call in. Uh, the number is up there. Soft tail deuce. I don't know what that means, but it sounds pretty dope. Um, I'm going to look up a soft tail deuce and show the people. Um, what's everybody's... I mean, I'm just thinking of stupid content that comes to my mind. I'm trying to write, obviously, for my comedy. But what's everybody's favorite TV theme song? Because my daughter is obsessed with TV theme songs right now. Uh, she kind of has been since uh, the, the beginning of her life. We watched The Office when we came home for, like, maternity leave, whatever. And uh, she just... I don't know. Every time she hears opening credits... She's like looking at that TV and uh, I don't know, I played Golden Girls for her earlier and I just, there's a video going around the internet with some guy singing over it and he's fantastic. Like he's actually fabulous. And uh, I've been kind of copying that and she thinks it's the most hilarious thing ever. So as of right now, the Golden Girls theme must be my favorite because my child is laughing at it quite a bit. Harley Davidson, Soft Tail, Deuce. Oh, Deluxe, I bet, I bet you mean. Yeah, I bet you mean deluxe. Ooh, shit, what color is that? That's pretty dope. That's sharp. Very sharp. Again, not something uh, I'm familiar with. Like, I'm kind of ignorant to, to all this, but... Yeah, that looks like it makes a pretty loud noise. I'll tell you that. Little Einsteins. That's... Step by step, that's a hell of a one. Uh... Day by day. And I don't remember the rest, but I remember that was a fun one. Step by step was a fun one. Everybody knows Family Matters. I mean, come on. That is the classic. Uh, Full House is another one everyone can sing along to. Uh, isn't that funny how that works? And I think I don't watch a ton of TV anymore. Um, I think everybody, and it's been, hear me out, it's been like 10 years since The Office like quit. Almost like eight years or something. Uh Everybody knows that jingle, but like they don't do a lot of theme songs anymore. It's a very 80s, 90s thing, so it is kind of lame, kind of cheesy, uh, but they don't do it anymore, and I guess that makes sense that they don't, but the, all the classics are the classics, uh, and you can see the opening credits when you, when you listen to them, too, so that's pretty funny. Remember Dawson's Creek? That was huge. I think Natalie Cole was a two-hit wonder. That and Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Uh, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, but she's she's a millionaire. Every time that plays on Netflix or wherever the hell you can get it, she's making 25 cents. You know what I mean? Like, hey, that shit adds up. I wish I wrote it. Charles in charge of our days and our nights. Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights. I want, I want, I want Charles in charge of me. That shit is another fucking good one. Friends, would you say, uh, would anyone agree and please disagree, would you say Friends is like the last one? Like the last of the, that's that's the one. Like, would you, like, is that, what else like around that time was like the end all? Like, I don't know. Charles in Charge, that's a fucking great one. Do you know what? I on my life, on my life, uh, I don't know that if I sat through one whole episode of Charles in Charge my entire life. 
But I know every goddamn word to that theme song. And I will continue to know every word of that theme song. Because it's fan-fucking-tastic. Charles and Sharp. Friends is a good one. I, and I, I think now that you've mentioned Friends, that may be the last of the sitcom theme songs uh, like that you can sing along to. I remember like, like when we were 16, 17, go figure, uh, playing the, th the Friends theme song and we'd pull into like places and just be like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, uh, just trying to be funny about it. It was really... It was really funny at the time, put it that way. Anybody else got a TV theme song that was uh, the shit? <clears throat> I got in trouble once. Um, I got in trouble quite a few times, but I got in trouble once when we were... Uh, I'm here for the couch. Is that a theme song? Uh, well, I got in trouble once uh, watching America's Funniest Home Videos in school. It's like a rain day, and they were like, oh, let's watch that. You know, it's very innocent, and I think that was like the go-to for the teachers to watch when it was a rainy day. And I yelled. It was like, ladies and gentlemen, and I was like, Bob faggot! And I got in a lot of fucking trouble for that. Um, but he got a lot of laughs. And I didn't mean to like, I didn't mean it homophobic. I just meant to say it and got a lot of... I knew my demographic was a bunch of sixth graders, um, and I got a lot of laughs, and it was hilarious. Fresh Prince, that's, there it is, that's the, that's the king, isn't it? Fresh Prince has got to be the king of theme songs. I changed my mind, right? And that the, the thing online changed my mind. Fresh Prince. I mean, everyone knows that song. I lived in Scotland uh, when that uh, couch auction or couch audition. Um, anyway, I lived in Britain when that show was at its peak, and I knew every word to that song, uh, that opening song, which is just insane. So that was that international shit. And Will Smith... Do you remember when Big Willie style came out? Uh, I don't know. I was in like seventh or eighth grade, and uh, like he bragged, like he rapped about not cursing. Uh, I don't know. That that was right when like Eminem was hitting his peak, and it just it sucked for Will because it was like anyone at that point that was like, "Oh man, you got to check this out, Will Smith album." I got. It was just like, nah, man. Like your parents are lame. My parents are cool. Like that kind of shit was happening. Now, to be fair, those guys that were listening to Big Willie style are probably now like doctors and lawyers and successful. And the people were like, oh, Eminem are, you know, trying to fucking make it doing a, a funny podcast. Uh, but definitely uh, Will Smith's kind of lame, but Fresh Prince was, that's some heartfelt shit that really hit the spot. I didn't have any father problems. Um, so that scene that gets shared all the time didn't really hit me too hard. Uh, but like they use that scene all the time to uh, to, to tug on heartstrings of people my age, uh, where he was like he hugs Uncle Phil and he you know his dad hates him and shit. Like I said I don't even remember watching that episode live, but uh, gotta love the fact uh, that Will Smith is. I mean he's just timeless. I think him and his son and his family are a little fucking wacko now, um, but uh, good shit. 
I sure hope that there's a couch auction on this. This is amazing. If I'm being trolled by a couch auction, this, I mean, I'm peaking. Like, this is fantastic for me. I'm, I kind of want to get in on buying this couch. It's amazing. Um, so again, Will Smith and his, his family are nuts. Has anyone seen that shit go down? Like Willow and stuff? Like how the fuck? And who, I mean, I know how the fuck because it's Will Smith. The fact that this kid got Karate Kid 3 or karate, the new Karate Kid, that's bullshit. That ruined that franchise forever. Oh my God, I am so pumped. I am getting trolled so hard, and it is so fucking cool. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, man. You guys couldn't afford my couch. I'll tell you that much. There's a lot of research can be done using my couch um, and so I will not sell it because you can't afford it let's just say there's a lot of dead presidents in that thing this is fucking great I don't know any couch jokes um, my couch pulls out but I don't except for all over a couch right before I sell it online Oh, I want to know all about this. This is fucking great. How many people are viewing my ugly mug? Because there's a fucking couch break going on. This is... Who who did this? This is great. Thank you so much. Oh, it's a casting couch. All right. Come on. Did anybody see the big post online or are, are online? in Camden County about Arnold's betting. Anybody see that scandal? Uh, I'm going to talk about it if anyone is listening uh, or watching. Um, this chick, she's, I think, pretty popular on this Rants and Raves page that we have. Uh, since we're talking about couches, we'll talk about some furniture shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, this chick went fucking ham. On Arnold's betting, she used to work for them, and he got fired, or she got fired, and then they didn't. They told her not to go to un get unemployment, and then they told her that sorry, we didn't get the loan we wanted, so you're kind of fucked. Uh, I don't know. She's pretty pissed off about it, so she's screenshotting about it. Um. It's just going fucking crazy. Someone call me about the couch. That'd be great. <clears throat> anyway, there's a 1099 issue. Um, she's got screenshots. She was calling this guy Big Papa in her phone. Uh, I don't know what's going on over there at Arnold's Betting. Uh, slander or not, I don't know what's going on. I don't. But according to this fucking online shit, there's a lot of creepy fucking shit going on. I hope this is uh, James that did this. Couch stamps. I would love couch stamps. This shit is so fucking funny. I wish you were asking for something funnier. Like dick slaps or something. 
Oh, Christopher, yeah, please go. <laughs> this guy's ready to go. He's he's the he's the leader of the pack. 904-420-7585. I want to fucking know about this couch. Oh, he's not going to tell me. He's going to troll me, but we can fuck around, right? This fucking 24 minutes in, I got 90. I was wondering what the fuck. This is fantastic. Frank Thomas, the big hurt. No one understands. You're helping me out so much. Oh, shit. Hold on. This guy, it says Google Voice. There's a call from, call from. Hey, man, this is Christopher about the couch. That's some funny shit, man. Um, You got room for it? I don't know, man. Is this like a, a love seat or is this like a sectional eight couch? It's got a chase. There is a chase. But it's, it's, you can switch it from the left to the right. So I'm sure, listen, that I know that the trailer doors can come off pretty easy and go back on. So it's not like it's too big to get in the house. Because um, I've, I've switched doors and trailers a bunch. So I'm pretty sure we can get it in there, man. And, and like I said, you can find a way to move it around. Okay, but I've only got couch staff. And can you provide the couch facts? Two things about the couch stamps. I I have I happen to know that if you don't have $1,200, you got $1,200 coming. And if you don't have $1,200 coming, that means you don't pay taxes to the government of the United States of America. And if you don't have United States of America, if you don't pay taxes to the United States of America, then I don't fucking like you and I'm not going to do business with you and someone else needs to call. Oh, so now we're talking. Now we're talking business. Now we're talking business. Fucking auction. Do do you care to tell me where this came from? Uh, you can tell where I brought No, like where where this where this shit came from, where this couch shit came from. Do you want me to? Well, it's up to you. It's up to you. I don't. I don't care. I if I know, it's great. If I don't, that's great too. I I don't care, but. I think it's fantastic. You posted, you posted couch for sale in the couch app. And oh. we had to pay six ninety nine to watch the live. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get your ass out there and download the couch app. Um I'll I'll do a special for COVID. I'll do a fucking special. That's funny, dude. <laughs> Couch, or at least put your shoe on your head so we know the couch auction has started. All right, I will find a shoe. I'll put it on my head, and we'll fucking start. I gotta. The funny thing is, I I I do this in my spare room, and I was like, I'm gonna show them this futon, and then I was just like, Nah, they're gonna rip the fuck out of me if I show them futon. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna show you the couch, and we're gonna. I'm gonna put a shoe on my head. And we're gonna go. Chris, I don't know if you're the ringleader or not, but I really appreciate your participation in this. This shit's funny as fuck. 
sectional eight hey, count. Man, I'm just glad to glad to be part of it, man. I'm gonna jump off. I'm gonna go ahead and get my bid in. Go I'm ahead. Sectional eight counts. That's the funniest fucking thing I've heard. Uh, listen, a lot, you're a good guy. I'm going to take your couch stamps. I'll accept couch stamps from you. Have a good night, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know who's fucking with me. I, like I said, I don't care. Like I, it's, I'm not Arnold's betting. I'm not going to tell you you're slandering me. That is some funny fucking shit. If you're out there and you are serious, uh, I will show you. A couple of things. I will show you. It's got a couple of things on it, uh, such as computers and equipment and stuff. There it is, boys and girls. It turns into a bed. It turns into a bed, a queen-size bed. Uh, I'll throw in the stuffed tiger. I've got my A for auction. Let the bidding begin, motherfuckers. Um, so we're starting at 1872 on my EBT card. Uh, if you can get me 1472 cash, we'll start right there. I'm down to sell this fucking futon. I don't need it. No one ever spends the night at my house. Um, so we don't need the futon. Best I can do is five dollars. It's a fucking futon, guys. It's not a fucking Wendy's bag. So, I've got to be honest with everyone. Um, one of my buddies wanted to do a call-in today. I thought it was a really good idea. And I decided to go live. Uh, my wife, my friends were like, dude, that's a little too much. Like, you're, you're putting it. And I know. I, and I thought about it. I'm putting myself. I'm, I'm an egomaniac. And that's what I thought. I mean, what kind of piece of shit puts himself out there so much and, and throws it into people's face? I said, I deserve to get trolled or something. And that is so fucking funny that that happened. The couch does not pull out, but it opens up. I mean, it it lays down, baby. So, you know, it's the female variation. So if you're looking for a guy, a couch, male variation of the couch, keep on a stepping. That is the female variation of a couch. However, you're going to have to wash the cover. Because there's a lot of male variation on it um, it is my spare room you know it's just where i come in and record and, and take refuge i don't what the fuck is your name j-i-n don't know how that works how many kids have zero that i know of um, no, zero, zero children on the futon, uh, zero conceived, put it that way, uh, plenty, uh, plenty of children soaking in it, you know, just kind of melted, I don't know, I don't know what you'd call it, how dare you assume a ginger, oh, I'm, I'm assuming, because I'm not gay, and I've definitely came all over that couch a ton. So I've got to assume it's gender for my sobriety. I own zero squirrels. Um, I'm all about trolling and fucking with me, but I'm not going to do with the lame shit. I will definitely uh, find you on Facebook this way, 
and roast the fuck out of you. So don't, yeah, don't give me the lame bullshit. The the couch thing was funny. The squirrel thing, that's just lacks creativity. Kind of like your parents with your name. No, you can't feel the bars. They're wood. It's wood. So, um, that's a pretty legitimate futon. Like, it's an expensive-ass futon. I can show you the wood. It's, um, it's one of those, like, really good ones, to be honest. Like, it cost a pretty penny. So, there's a buy-it-now price, but I don't think any of you fuckers can afford it. I see you all on Camden Curbside. <laughs> Squirrels, man. How smart do you think squirrels are? What are they here for? Bugs and shit? Futon has plenty of wood. It is built. It's metal and wood. So none of those shitty bars. None of that. Like squeaking when you sit on it or anything. It's pretty good. It's solid fucking futon. So listen, we've taken over. It's not a couch anymore. It's a futon. And I'm sorry about that. Sue me for slander, right? That's a couple of things that go around on this site. Slander and uh, price gouging. There's no such fucking thing as price gouging, I don't think. Um, to be honest. I think you can fucking charge anything you want for anything you want in this government. Uh, for the most part. So, anyone that's saying, uh, fuck this and fuck that. You can't. Price gouging is non-existent. It's, it's, it's a something you guys or we talk about is not something that actually exists and then slander on this site you say this and you are you fucking joking like it's a facebook community group it's rants and raves um it's supposed to be uneducated stuff it's supposed to be a chance for you to explain shit so all that stuff i'm not gonna get mad at anyone trolling me or telling me that i got attacked by squirrels put it that way it does look like a squirrel gave me a Mexican or a Dirty Sanchez, what do you call it? Is that what they call it? Uh, there's there's plenty of fucking racist uh, things that they call things like that. Squirrels trigger you. I don't know. I love it. I think what's happened, um, to be honest, here's what I think's happened. Um, please correct me because, again, I'm the narcissist here, not you. I think I have rubbed someone the wrong way on Facebook and they've decided to troll my site or podcast and it's just not fucking working. Um, and I don't know. I don't think uh, for honestly, I don't think uh, Christopher was was. I don't think there's any malice there. I don't maybe he wasn't part of it, but. I don't know. It, it feels like I've uh, I rubbed someone the wrong way, and it's it's just not going to work. Um, I said it last night. The, the comedian's never funny in his hometown, and that makes a lot of sense to me. A comedian's never funny to half the people that he is. Um, it even comes to his uh, his shows. So it is what it is. Hopefully, you're in a good mood, but it is what it is. Uh, I don't give a fuck, and. Uh, I am actually thriving off this. You are feeding the beast with shit like this, to be honest.
See, look, you guys are still watching me, and I'm just typing to a friend. Uh, again, feeding the beast. Is it Jim or is it Jim? Brian Smith, thanks for being here for the couch, buddy. I'm so excited to see you. Go Braves. Let's go. Oh, man. You guys think that I don't have the time to find out how this worked. And <laughs> I'm so happy right now. I cannot wait to advertise this. Um, I'm going to put part one on part two so that my buddy gets more listens. And like, because you guys are all going to want to listen to this afterwards, which is even funnier. And now I'm just staying live. Oh, it started. We're at $18.72 in couch stamps. Ben. Hey, girl. I am the happiest I've ever been going live. Happiest I've ever been. Because now it's time to go back and forth. This is the best fucking show I've ever had in my life. I don't know if I'm mad. I don't know if you guys are on my side or not. But I am so fucking funny. I have not met your nephew, Nathan, but let me tell you a thing about that and that your fucking comment. Just because a gay guy is gay doesn't mean he wants to fuck every other fucking guy. And just because I don't look like a bottom doesn't mean I'd fuck your buddy nephew or Nathan, your nephew Nathan. That guy can go fuck himself on my couch. But thanks for saying I look like a bottom. I've been having a hard time growing this beard, and it's just not working for me. Uh, I'm going with the mustache so people know that I am all about getting fucked in the butt. What are you drinking, Rob? Power bottom. <laughs> what is that? I can only assume what a power bottom is, but I... I <laughs> what is a power bottom? I want to know now. <laughs> the couch come with batteries. I don't know, Brian. I don't know. I'm going to look. Do you accept Bitcoin? That's a fucking fake-ass thing, isn't it? Who the fuck? How many people have you met randomly at a bar that, like, walk in with a backpack and a laptop and greasiest fucking hair you've ever seen, and they're like, yeah, man, I'm planning on buying this house and buying this car and in a year and it's because of their Bitcoin. Fuck you and your fucking virtual goddamn currency. Stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I am loving this so much. So, so much. Nathan wouldn't like me. Oh, sorry. He doesn't even fucking know me. This, this, is, this is some of the funniest stuff. I don't know who put you fuckers up to this. God, am I happy. I have the biggest boner I could possibly have right now. Which is pretty small, but because you guys are here for the couch. Thank you so much. Brian Smith. What a fucking generic ass name.
Like, Ben, come on, man. Like, I was pretty pumped about uh, getting trolled, but, like, your mom, last night with your mom, and this guy's a homo. Like, come on. Like, get with it. Who gives a fuck about being a homo? Whether I am or not, who gives a fuck anymore? Like, that's not upsetting anybody. Your mom, like, who, like, okay, there was an MTV show that bombed about mom joke. Like, that's, that's, that's how bad it is. 14-year-olds are over that shit. <sighs> Fucking morons, dude. Come at me. Like, give me a roast. Talk about my double chin, how fat I am, my chipped tooth. Like, give it to me. This guy's a homo? Come on. Swallows for dogs. I'll tell you what I'd swallow for. If you ask, hey, money talks. You know what I mean? Heard from hey, there it is. Hey, it's not that fucking terrible, but there it is. Bing. That's not a bad one. <laughs> See, Ben again. Ben hit me with mom last night and sleeping with black men. What the fuck does black men have to do with it? Someone, like, tagged Ben to come in like he was the fucking big gun guy. And that's why I'm going to fucking hate on you, Ben. Like, you were supposed to come in as the fucking big gun guy. And you're just throwing out bullshit. Are you fucking 12? Black man. <laughs> Dirty Courtney. I want to hear what the fuck that is. That'd be great. You guys know all these, um... These gay phrases that I, I'm ignorant to. I'd love to know more about it, though. That'd be great. Take a couple of gay jokes. You want some? <sighs> Let's gross you faggots out. Uh, two gay con or two condoms outside of a gay bar. One says to the other, you want to go in? He says, no, nah, last time I went in there, I got shit-faced. <laughs> What does one gay sperm say to the other? I can't see through all this shit. That's the only gay jokes I know. Anybody get it out? Milk balloon. What's a milk balloon? Oh, man. What's fun for nine out of ten people? Tell me. There we go, Brian. Give me a shot. What's fun for nine out of ten people? I am drinking Commodore vodka from Savannah, out of Savannah. That's a nine one two vodka. Um, and whether you want to troll me or bullshit me or not, I will be serious. They are unofficial sponsors of the show. I love Commodore vodka. They are awesome. <laughs> Gang rape. That is fucking good. That's a dirty one, and I like it, and I will use that one. <sighs> Gang rape. What about the squeaky pig that's still... <laughs> Daryl! That is a good fucking topic. I don't know who's talking about it. Oh, we got private numbers, guys.
What? I've got balls of steel. <laughs> Good. Welcome to the show. Balls, 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 balls. Balls, balls, balls of steel, but restricted your phone number. So. So I'm logging in to E-Bombs World in 1998, and I'm going to call you back with the same soundboard. So I'm going to log into E-Bombs World 1998 and call you right back with the same soundboard. <laughs> what a fucking lame, lame opportunity to fuck with me. Waste of a chance, guys. Waste of a chance. It's black and blue and doesn't like sex. I have a feeling this is going to be a real, real dirty one. Girl, my chop. That's that's pretty dirty. Oh, now we're talking about my wife, Jim. Let's go. <laughs> I'm drinking water. <laughs> that is the best roast I think I've ever got. A meth head version of the cop from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Is that um David Arquette? I don't I don't know for sure, but I think that's David Arquette. And uh that's funny. Ben, like that, you are just lame, dude. Does everybody is everyone just scared of Ben? And laugh at all of his jokes and think he's that funny? He's not done anything for me. 9-11 victims are pretty fucked. That's a fucking funny answer, too. Um yeah, that's a good one, Ben. I absolutely, I agree with that. That's a funny one. Boy, I got one. I got a good one. <laughs> hey. What's up? I'm about the couch. I got one for you. Edgar, Edgar told me about the couch you had. It's OBO, man. Oh, yeah, what do you got for me? Well, my friend Chip needs it. Yep. I can hear Chip. I can help Chip out, man. You can help Chip out. I can help Chip out with the couch. Well, you know what he likes to do? He likes to take puppies and throw them against the wall. <laughs> what a what a crazy guy. Oh, he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> huh? You know what they do? Sometimes these black fellas come over and they bang his mom and he hides under the bed. What a crazy life Chip leads. Chip leads a great life. You ever heard of milk balloon? I have not heard of a milk balloon. Why don't you tell everybody what it is? A milk balloon is a condom filled with sperm from a gentleman of another race. And why do they call it a, Why does it have anything to do with race? Why are they calling it a milk balloon? Because there's cum in the fucking rubber. So it's a milk balloon. Well, how does it have anything to do with race? That's my question to you. What do you do with race? Well, sperm's all white, right? No, no. Sperm's all milk. It's all white, right? So why does it have anything to do with a gentleman from another race? Um, I don't know. There might be a couple of short and curlies in there, if you know what I mean. Well, if you know what I mean. But at the end of the day... You're the fucking best, let me tell you. Chip is a good friend of yours, my friend. Have a good night. Guy didn't win.
Oh, that's so funny. No one gets it. I don't know what's going on, but I'm so fucking happy. I don't know what I've done, but thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Here we go. Another call about the couch. Let's go for it. Hey! Hey, who am I speaking with? Tracy. Tracy, how are we doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well. Are you calling about the couch? No, I was just calling to talk. Well, what do you want to talk about? Wait, are you talking to me on live? Yeah. That's yeah, you, a super delay. Don't talk. What was that guy saying? I had the phone down. I mean, I had the, the uh, other phone down low. I couldn't hear. What yeah, if you if you turn the speakers down, down, there's not a delay. Um, the, I don't. The, everybody Hi, wants. Christine, I love you, Christine. Christine. Christine lives near my town. She's crazy, and I love her. Where do you live? I live in Lakeland. Where do you live? <laughs> I have no fucking clue what's happening right now, but this is the greatest, greatest podcast I've ever done. It's so fucking hilarious. It is hilarious. We're all stuck in our fucking houses and we're just being crazy. Listen, I am all about it. I I think it's funny. That's bullshit. But I am getting trolled to shit and I'm loving it. And I don't think people understand that. I, I don't need like I don't need to be trolled. Just let's call him. Just roast me. Like I don't need the couch shit. This is fucking funny. Do you know anything that's going on with this couch? Oh, I don't care. I'm not mad. I got. It's the reason why we, we can't leave our houses because people are <laughs> <laughs> people are very dumb and people are like uh, that's the issue. You're right. That's why we can't this leave is our like houses. The highlight of my day because I've been stuck in my house for a month with three kids and I'm a single mom. And literally the highlight of my day um which is very sad um, <laughs> but also oh no also i no, please also i'm very thankful and that's why i'm doing it i'm just trying to get a little bit of give a little i mean i'm not saying give anything back but i'm doing the same thing i'm stuck at home i'm bored and i like to go out and bullshit with people so you know, this is all this is to me. It's just trying to fucking talk to people and bullshit. Um, I get mad about hey, stuff. Next podcast, next podcast that you do, bring me on. I'll do it too. If I had all the equipment that you had, I'd be doing this shit myself because I am quite the bullshitter, quite the talker, and I'm a real douchebag. You're so literally, you're literally on right now. You are on right fucking now. No, but I'm saying when I'm on, like, put me on camera and we can just have some banter and do crazy shit oh, together. Without a doubt, I'm, I'll text you. I'll text you my real phone number because I was watching you on my phone and calling you for my daughter's phone. That's why I blocked it. But I'll send you a message and if you ever want to like Fuck yeah. tear some shit up, I got you. Absolutely. I love it. I absolutely fucking love it. And I just, well, what's been going on with you? Like, how are you coping during this shit? Like, what are you doing to pass your time? Um, uh, what like nothing, what really. kind of advice can you give anybody? Like, You just got to basically i'm a newly single mom i'm going through a divorce i have a shitty baby daddy been married for 12 years on 
that something would have been 12 years. He left me for a 30-year-old woman who's a twit. And so I have three kids that I'm holding it down for. I'm 45. I got three amazing kids. I'm teaching them every day. I'm cooking, cleaning, going out like the walking dead and getting shit for our house. So you're just busy as fuck. You're just busy. Yeah. Um, You got to do what you got to do. Um, so, okay, I was talking about it last night to some people. I think I'm losing some of these asshole listeners, which is great. Uh, come back, come back. Uh, take all the bullshit out of it. Take all the struggles and the kids out of it for a second, if you can. Um, if for one day I just gave you 1200 bucks, let's say six months ago, you know, what would you do with it? Well, the stimulus check, you know what I mean? Like, if I gave you 1200 bucks right. and said, Tracy, Tracy, fuck your kids, like, get rid of all that, stop worrying about any of it, it's 1200 bucks for you right now, what would you do with it? Well, minus everybody croaking in Italy, I would go to Italy. Well, <laughs> then that's, well, again, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Just get rid of, yeah, get rid of that shit going on, and that's right. I mean, that's sense. That makes sense. Where in Italy would you go? Um, I have lots of family that are in Italy, lots of people I've been in contact with back and forth, you know, with all the stuff. Thank God they're all safe, but yeah, it would definitely go visit my family. Well, that makes sense, too. We have a book, or we have a trip booked to Europe in September, um, and so, you know, we've got a little hope, but we've got to watch it and monitor it every day, which is crazy. Um, yeah, so, fact, we had a cruise that we were going on in October, and I already kicked it out, canceled it. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I mean that's and it's people are doing it, and I I don't want to say like we we're just not ready to pull that plug yet, but it's it's probably gonna have to like change somehow I think, um, and that just sucks. It just sucks. But everybody is in the same boat, which is what's getting me through it a little bit. Is that everybody is doing right, the same exactly. thing or going through it? So it's awesome. Well, Tracy, thanks for calling and bullshitting with me and. If you have anything to do with this couch or know anything to do with this couch, let me know. Because I'm going to have to do some research to fuck with some people. This is fucking funny. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that I'm well, getting... you take care of yourself and you stay safe. Well, it's like these people that don't think that I'm... Um, well, I'm I've lost them all, basically. They don't think I'm funny and don't think... I, they've, they've somehow managed to tune in by the hundreds and so... And share it more times than it's ever been shared. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for these idiots. And I can't wait to know... Uh, can't wait to know more. Tracy, thank you so much. Text me your real number. Let's do this. I'll get you in the studio or we'll uh, we'll Zoom. We'll do a Zoom. All right. Let's do it. Let's go, like, let's be assholes. You should have seen my Facebook Live the other day. I had it, and I just went in and cut all my own hair off. And I was going to let my 15-year-old daughter shave my head, and mm. I took it down. I lost all balls. What? But I did. I had hair, like, almost down to my ass, and now it's, like, up to my ears. I just went crazy and got scissors. and was like, fuck it. Everybody was making jokes about cutting your own hair. And I was like, okay. So I went on Facebook Jesus. Live. Jesus. Uh, Rob's talking shit. Rob doesn't understand that there's fucking, yeah, I've got other fucking platforms, dumbass. Uh, oh, I, I said it, Rob. Come get me. Um, but no, Tracy, hey, <laughs> Tracy, yeah, send me that message. Send me that video on Facebook. I want to see, uh, you cut your hair. That's funny. All right. All right. I see. Will. You take care of yourself. No, dude, that's, that's, I don't, I obviously don't do very well at taking care of myself. So, oh, another restricted one. Come on, Rob. What are you doing, Rob?
There's 19 watching. Yeah, there's 40 shares. Love this guy. Oh, I can't find him. I wanted to talk with you on Facebook. Oh, there you are. Wicked Motocross. <laughs> Can you use that in the same sentence? Wicked and Motocross? Listen, I don't know where all this came from. I don't know what happened. I'm just so happy that you guys are tuning in uh, and so happy that you guys have, have shared this and talked to me. Have you ever been to a Turkish prison? I have not, but I have been to a Turkish barber and that shit was awesome. They like took the fucking candle and, and took the wax out of my hair. They burned the fucking shit. Turkish barber is where you need to go if you still have hair. Um, that is, dude, you need to start asking ladies to see their buttholes. That's why you're single. I'm married. Uh, you guys have made fun of my wife on previous posts, but now I'm single because I didn't ask for butthole pictures. Good shit. Thanks very much. You, when you're trolling, troll. You know what I mean? Like, do right. Oh, my cow chat ratings. Here's what it is, man. I'm just not worried about it. Oh, man. Let's just see this guy. Oh, Reggie. What that Beamer. I hope your profile is real, Reggie. Because that means someone is listening to me 1,400 miles away from me. 1,400 miles away from me, you are listening. And I am so pumped about that. Thank you so much for tuning in to my show. I'm just so happy Friday to everybody out there. Happy Friday to the world. That's the only reason I did this show today. But for every reason, I'm getting trolled and I am loving it. I'm so fucking happy. Um, uh, Jesus Christ, this is the best, best, best thing that could ever happen in my podcast. Who the fuck's out there? What are you drinking? What are you doing? Um, I love Reggie. <laughs> I haven't had Reggie in fucking 12 years, man. Remember that shit? Both NCS and Breaking Bad. I don't know who's that. Who's that? I hear John Belushi a lot. I hear Fat uh, Fat Tarantino. Um, I hear a lot of that shit. So if anybody's got another shitty celebrity that I look like, that's funny. Count chat. The thing is, I don't want to cut it off. I know that it's not entertaining at this point. I know it's not that fun, but I don't want to end it because these dumbasses will think I ended it because they're hurting my feelings. Uh, where again is someone got mad somehow and said, I'm a fucking narcissistic prick. Uh, and listen, this is just feeding the beast. I am so happy. Oh, I try porn, buddy. I've got plenty of porn out there. One time I filmed a threesome and, uh, like three years later, one of the chicks was married and her husband approached me at a urinal, uh, about how much, uh, hits it got online. And that's when me and him just, yeah, we became best friends. Carol goes in the mouth.
Oh, God, this is the best, best day of my life. Best day of my life, guys. Thank you so much. It's the fucking best. Oh, man. No one wants to call anymore? Like, nobody? Are we just done with that? We got three shifts of count brokers. Reggie and Rob. Anyway, I'm pretty pumped. I am leaving. It's done. It's just not that funny anymore. Uh, not I just wish there was banter. You could have called and fucked with me. I'm just going to turn off Google Voice so you can't even do that later. Uh, God damn, dude. Like You guys had an opportunity. A real, real, real good one. You could have been on a podcast. And you could have listened. And you could have been so fucking funny. And you didn't do it. Uh, and that's what I'm disappointed about. And I want you to know that. I, from the, the bottom of my heart, I, I am more excited that I got trolled than anything, <laughs> anything else. Genuinely, I can't wait to tell everybody about it. Uh, but you not doing it correctly. You guys just not doing it correctly. You guys just not doing it right. I'm very disappointed in. I'm very, very, very disappointed in you guys. You guys, I'm going to say it, you guys are pussies. I had people call and block their numbers. Like, what am I going to do? It's modern comedy. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Don't listen to it. It's comedy. Uh, and that's exactly what it is. If you don't like it, that's great. But I love that you guys are back at me. I love it. But you guys never took advantage of it. Not one bit. You're live on Facebook. You could have ripped the fuck out of me. My shirt's too tight. I have a fucking shit neck beard. My mustache looks like I'm fucking going to rape a fucking child. I got a chip in my... It's not a big one, but it's noticeable. I need a haircut. I'm fat. I got two mics that look like two huge cocks. None of you guys did it. None of you. Your fucking keyboard warrior... What the fuck is your problem? Please tell me... Where this came from, it'd be so funny to know. Uh, if I do have something to clear up, I will. If I've offended anyone. But at the end of the day, it's comedy. And that's exactly what it is. And I cannot wait to uh, perform live uh, once COVID is lifted. Uh, so that people can see it is, you know, it is comedy. Thanks for your support. Please keep sharing and get back at me. Uh, at the end of the day, I am going to go hang out with my uh, wife and kid and have a good night. And I hope that you guys, regardless if you like me, love me, or absolutely hate me, thanks for tuning in. And I hope all of you, all of you have a great night and take care of yourselves. Be safe and be clean and let's flatten this shit. All right. Thanks very much, guys. I am going to go <sighs> jerk off. <laughs>